Matriarchy is an intersectional collective that brings POC African women together for the empowerment and development of African cities and spatial education. Hello to whoever's listening and welcome to the next episode on our Matriarchy audio channel. To make mention that the following episode was originally published in written form on our website on the 4th of February 2018. It was written by Kinsani de Klaak and has a feature visual by Lara Fisher. Today's episode is titled Expression as Knowledge, Sustaining Cities Through Socio-Spiritual Construction. Okay, so let's get into it. But before we do so, another quick mention is that this particular episode makes reference to a a city that you'll come uh, to learn about. And there are many photographs featured in the original article online. So we do urge you to please go to our website and give those images a look. Our website is www.matri-archi.com. The physical city of Genet relies implicitly on the spiritual expression and ritual of replastering the city by its people to armor it for another year of life. The city of Genet is a living city, which faces the potential of death. A mud city, from the soil, rooted in the soil, living in a world surrounded by ideal permanence. The rarity of such impermanent and kinetic cities reveals the intrinsic DNA of architecture as a tool for creating permanence. A syntax that inconspicuously stands as normative. A modern syntax. A Western syntax. However, how are cities that develop and exist in complete contradiction to this syntax going to survive when architecture as it stands today imposes a prescribed method of teaching and building which does not favor other cities, such as that of Genet. Genet is a northern African existing and ancient city situated in Mali, south of Timbuktu. The unique form of the city lies in its mud materiality with buildings that have seamless continuations from the soil to the sky. Genet is a city made of and from the earth, continuously built and nurtured by its inhabitants. Genet does not conform to the global criteria of aspects of city design. There is an evident lack of written knowledge documenting Genet, and even more of a big lack of visual documenting of the process of building up Genet. Accessible historical record of the city today remains documented through the lens of the colonizer, Example, the French. The geopolitical institution. Example, the UN. And the modern researcher, planner. Example, a non-Malayan architectural theorist. The quintessential voice of the inhabitant is absent. And so a critical perspective of the urban actor is missing from the spatial reading of Genet. The chronic reason for this condition is the sole reliance on written medium as a source of knowledge. We can, 
acknowledge that writing is of great value, but the neglect of auditory and other mediums of storing knowledge, such as dance and storytelling, has excluded and continues to exclude imaginations that have been and could be. The focus of this episode is the construction and maintenance of the physical city relying on local know-how and labor. Every year, the city of Genet is replastered by its inhabitants before the great rains come with the flood season. Climate change is a looming worry with regards to the supply of water for the conditions of the plaster clay before severe rains hit the city, followed by sweltering heat that increases the cracking and leakages in most of the structures of the city. However, we will save the story about climate change posing a threat to indigenous architecture for another time. Because after all, climate change is uncontrollable and it is the very ability to adapt to environmental conditions without the reliance on advanced technologies that have characterized many African design methodologies, practices, and architectural outcomes. What is more pressing is sustainability that can be driven or and hampered by our capacity to preserve or neglect knowledge and meaning. The hegemonic normalization of universal global north ideals threatens Genet's physical existence. It is the practice of passing down knowledge through building and learning that construction and design methods are archived, imparted, and received in many African sites, including Genet. Every year during a traditional annual festival called Crépissage, the city is plastered. A group of 80 mud masons are responsible for coordinating the preparation of clay soil for the annual events of replastering the city. They are able to identify and target specific areas in need of renovation, ensuring a productive process of renewal. The Masons serve as facilitators for all citizens of Genet. The entire citizenship of Genet, well, those who are able, come together in festivity to replaster the entire city. The collective input and tenacious energy put into the physical labor of relayering and armoring the city for another year of physical survival is a brilliant case of a societal setup of cooperative contribution. More so, the expression and spiritual event of coming together as a community to replaster the city sets user-based ownership as a normative attitude, ensuring that every person inherently respects their space and has a physical right to the city. The entire city of Genet is a shared home. Today, the cloud of globalization increasingly spreads. With the combination of erratic climate change and higher income generation outside of Genet, many youth are leaving the city and not returning. This presents two main crucial issues impending the future physical existence of Genet. Number one, there is a decreasing population of able-bodied citizens that have the potential to contribute to the physical labor of replastering the city during the crepissage. And number two, there is a decreasing group of prospective mud masons who would be able to carry the responsibility of coordination and pass down the unwritten blueprint design of the ancient city. The second issue 
in this episode is of particular concern. In a current geopolitical landscape where institutions are being questioned, sites of education and knowledge production have the ability to disperse beyond the boundaries of their definition, and in doing so, can contribute to lessening the possibility of losing unwritten information. The fact that Genet's architecture is recorded through practice is evidence of a completely different form of knowledge production outside of normative institutionalism. In addition, it is imperative that such expression be valued equally to that of written knowledge for the sake of sustaining a city that may one day cease to exist. Beyond the pragmatic lens of looking at architectural archival and transferal, the practice of construction in Genet is a spiritual ritual and process in which the community is able to receive baraka, which directly translates to blessing. UNESCO declared Genet as a World Heritage Site in response to its structurally unsound condition, explaining that it required meticulous renovation due to the thickened facade worsening the strength of the Great Mosque. This renovation was due this renovation was done over the period of 2008 to 2012. Despite the attention of interest, this caused a negative response from the inhabitants of Genet, who were unable to receive baraka through crepissage for four years. No blessings for four years. The UN stands as an institution with the interest of humanity. However, it is imperative that situated morals are taken into account and prioritized with compromises that work to the benefit of being. The essence of being is inherent in African existence, and to disable people from contributing to their city in a way that brings them spiritual quenching can be viewed as almost criminal. I quote Cotter by saying that the West believes in instant access, full and neutral disclosure, material first, spiritual second. Nonetheless, the crepissage resumed in 2012. The citizens and masons of Genet are urban actors in the ever-changing and living paradigm of urbanization. Particularly in local sites that follow less common ways of navigating and occupying life, the city becomes a manifestation of this life, and not just simply a vessel hosting life. And so, what is the intention of such an observation and reporting of Genet? Why are we speaking about this in our episode today? Genet is a testimonial site that displays the need for increased diversity in mediums of knowledge. It is a testimony that displays the need to no longer persistently work in proximity to the Western canon because it is the very universal set of objective laws knitted by the Western canon that make it difficult for Genet to not only develop, but to also exist. As Magnolo says in his writing in 2011, African cities need to develop their own spatial syntax, which requires a delinking from the domination of the imported theories imposed upon them during colonialism, all in order to delink and open to possibilities hidden by modern rationality. To end off, we would highly recommend reading The Masons of Genet, if you can get your hands on it. Written by Professor Trevor Merchant from the SOAS University of London, 
which specializes in the study of Asia, Africa, and the Middle East. We hope that you've gained a lot of information from this particular episode, and please do let us know what you think in the comments section on our website, www.matriarchy.com.